Hello everybody, I'm like... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that stays in, don't worry. Yeah, it, it has to. Hello everybody, welcome to uh, The Mulligan Show, uh, starring your friends at Gaming Fix. Um, <laughs> my name is Sam Harrison. We, I'm going to go right to left side instead of left to right as I always do. So we've got, so first, we've got off, first off, Pat. Hello. Hello. Erica. Erica. Hi. Hi. Andre? Who are you Who people? Allison? Hello. Oh. Game recognized game, I guess. <laughs> uh, all of you went extremely pixelated there. That was why I waited a little bit longer between <laughs> 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 Um, so, uh, today is the 10th of February, um, traditional Saturday recording day. Uh, today we're going to do a shorter episode, but uh, today we've got a couple of things we want to talk about. So first we're going to run through what everyone's been playing, then we're going to have a little bit of talk about more and uh, Xbox exclusives, and then finally we're going to run through two or three fun new stories. So, um, um, I'm going to continue with my right to left uh, session and say, Pat, what are you playing this week? Alright. Um, I will only talk about one game. I'll just say that I have been playing like a different thing every night the past week. Uh, so, um, but I uh, play a little bit of Monster Hunter. Um, checked in on that Subnautica launch. Um, it's really good. Everyone should play that. I'll probably talk more about it next week. Um, I uh, played a bunch of The Sims 4 because it's relaxing and uh, I've been stressed. Um, but the game that I wanted to talk about, uh, I checked out uh, this new-ish, still in early access on Steam, but it's on mobile platforms now, uh, CCG, digital CCG, called Eternal. Um, I had sort of seen it in passing about a year ago uh, and kind of just wrote it off as a Hearthstone clone, as there are like a thousand different digital card games that are coming out like it's seemingly every week. Um, it's starting to trickle off, but for a while there it seemed like that was like the new hot thing after MOBAs was to make a Hearthstone clone. Um, so I kind of saw this game come up and passed it over. Um, recently I was actually googling around for a different game uh, and uh, stumbled back on this one. Um, the reason I stumbled on it was I was looking for a different game that was designed by Magic the Gathering developers. Um, so, uh, turns out Eternal also is former Magic devs, uh, and it is much more in the Magic the Gathering camp than the Hearthstone camp when it comes to the way the game works. Um, and it's actually really, really, really cool. Uh, I've put a bunch of time into it between iPad, phone, and PC over the last few days. Your account, of course, links across all of them. Um, for those who don't know, the primary differences between Hearthstone and Magic are one, in Hearthstone you gain energy resources to play cards every turn by default. There's some ways to manipulate that, but typically it leads to a really standard um, 
arc of a match because each player is getting the same amount of power each turn again with some minor exceptions occasionally um and then uh the other thing that uh that differentiates um whereas in magic the gathering you play mana cards from your hand to gain power so you have to have the card to play it uh, it also means that you can have decks of different colors because um the power is not uh not um neutral it's got they have colors attached to them and different cards require different colors of power to play so Hearthstone doesn't have that. You just sort of pick a class and then make a deck and go with it. Um, the other big difference between Hearthstone and Magic the Gathering is that when you are attacking with cards, you select a target in Hearthstone. So you can target your opponent's minions or target your opponent's uh, hero face um, to deal damage directly to them. Whereas in Magic the Gathering, you just say what you are attacking with and then your opponent decides whether or not they want to block certain cards. Um, so that's a pretty fundamental difference in strategy that sort of flips the whole game over. And Eternal uses that Magic the Gathering style of declare your attackers, plus you have mana cards that give you different colors of power. So anyway, I say all this to, to say that anybody who has gotten like bored of playing Hearthstone, as I have, um, I highly recommend checking something checking Eternal out because, because it's a totally different, totally different feeling different. of gameplay even though, even though our, our, it looks very similar when you similar see when pictures you see of it. Of it. Um, um, I'm not going to, I won't get too deep on like strategy, the things that I think um, are making me really excited about excited it about over, over uh, Hearthstone and Duelist and other digital card games card is, games um, is um, the, there's a ton of modes in Eternal. Um, you can play, there's like a bunch of different single player modes it's got campaign story content pretty similar to Hearthstone's. A bunch of it's free up front. Then there's a couple of paid expansions. Um, it has like a puzzle mode where you can play through specific scenarios with cards that they give you. Um, it has a gauntlet mode where you build a deck and try to get through eight AI battles. Um, and then it's also got like a forge mode that's kind of like uh, the arena mode in Hearthstone where you're picking cards. And all that's just the single-player stuff. And it also has a versus draft mode, which is like booster drafting, where you pay to get in and then you keep the cards that you get. It's got like tournaments that come up every now and then and standard like ranked and casual play. Um, so it just it's a really got a really wide breadth of content that you can get a lot out of it if you don't really ever want to play against other people, or you can dive in really hard on the the ranked play. Because there's so many, because you can do so much with the deck building, there's already a ton of cards out. The meta is like very, very shifting constantly. There's like a lot of stuff to try. It's not like Hearthstone where you build a 30 card deck that you see on the internet, play it until it's stale, and then do another one. It's a lot more involved, and in, in, you have a lot more to think about when you make the decks. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. I recommend that anybody who's tried Hearthstone and gotten bored of it, uh, check it out. It seems really well-balanced. It's really generous free-to-play-wise, too. I put some money into it, but you can get a like a budget deck that's competitive and ranked for a couple of weeks of playing for free um, pretty easily. That sounds cool. Yeah. I guess I'll hand it off to... Sam? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I was, uh, my fridge was interrupting the Wi-Fi. 
and it blocks the Wi-Fi signal to my laptop in the kitchen. Um, so yeah, this week uh, I I've been playing Monster Hunter, honestly, um, but I think that I'll leave that for either other people to talk about, or um, we kind of talked about it a lot last week. Um, between uh, the game coming out um, and me getting it the day before release on the uh, 25th, and today I've played 40 hours. Um, which Only 40? Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I we were that, serious that... about games on here. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, I'm just also downloading that app that Pat was just talking about. Um, uh, so, yeah, the game that I'm going to bring to talk to you about today is actually probably going to be a pretty short one to talk about. Um, it's called Use Your Words. Um, it is available on Switch and I believe a couple of other platforms like uh, PS4 and PC. Um and it's basically a Jackbox clone. Um, it's not got a huge amount of variety in that there's really only like four or five different games. Um, but instead of like in Jackbox, obviously you go, this is the theme and this is what we're doing. So you do with, with a footage in uh, Use Your Words. It's all word game stuff like Quiplash. Um, but each different one is like a different theme. So it will be like, it'll show you a video clip uh, that's subtitled and one line will be subtitled and the next one will be like, insert your joke here. And then the next one will be like, um, uh, here's a picture, come up with a headline for this on the local newspaper. And then like the other one is fill in a blank. And so it's all just like simple work game stuff. You play it through your phone browser, exactly the same as Jackbox. Um, the phone browser seems to be a little temperamental for the other guys in the group. Um, I didn't have any uh, iPhone 10, uh, but uh, a Samsung user who was here did not have a great time. Um, she kept dropping in and out. Um, but it, I don't know whether that's old browsers or what have you, because as I said, I didn't have an issue at all. Yes, really yes. fun. Um, it's it's good because each game isn't the same thing. So you're starting with, say for example, it's like the fill in the gap on the video clips one, and one of the video clips, like all the video clips we had were hilarious. Um, like the the first thing that came up, like in the first question, was like uh, one guy in a fake mustache riding a like a small. Like he was literally riding it like a unicycle, and then like the he says something, and then there's another. There's a, then he says another line which is sub, which is which isn't subtitled, and then the final frame of it is just like a super weird guy in another fake mustache playing the harmonica really secretively, and then like hiding it in his coat and running away, and it's very weird. Um, <laughs> and they have all these like budget Russian Winnie the Pooh cartoons, which are also very good. Um, yeah, so yeah. it's quite cool. Um, it, I would definitely recommend it because I feel like it's really cheap. Um, I think I only paid like six pounds, maybe eight pounds for it. Um, I'd have to look up the price, but I remember not even worrying about how much it cost. Which cons? Uh, and honestly, it's on Switch, so I can basically jackbox whatever I want, wherever I want. 
on Steam, it says it is fifteen dollars. Oh well, maybe it's much better than I thought. Uh, oh no, it was eleven ninety nine. That's how much it was. It was eleven pound ninety nine. So for me, that was kind of a throwaway purchase, I have to say. But it was very good. Um, but, uh, actually, I played with the family then. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much. Um, I don't really want to go too deep into Monster Hunter. Uh, in just say that I unlocked higher rank last night, so I'm playing that. Um, but we're all agreeing to only bring one game a week. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> your, your internet is your fridge is apparently wreaking havoc on your. Bye bye. I think you were becoming your fridge and sound like a robot. Yeah. Ooh, pixelation, my favorite. Uh, I might move room if that helps. You use your words as rated M. <laughs> uh, really? Suddenly, it gives a fake answer every time. Like it always comes up with a fake answer, and some of them are pretty racist. <laughs> uh oh. Use your words, lobby. That seems to have made it happier. Words now, because it is only fourteen ninety nine. So wait, who's next? It's you, Andre. Oh, it's me. No, I think it's you. Is a is the, is a different game. Oh, it's <laughs> to the PlayStation. Um. Yeah. So I, I've been playing more Monster Hunter. Uh, I am, I think, pretty deep into the high rank stuff. I've unlocked uh, the eight star quests. Uh, I've defeated uh, Near Gigante. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, got some cool weapons. Uh, got like a sword, a charge axe that, or charge blade that does like blast damage. That's cool because like I'll be slashing things and then it'll just like suddenly an explosion will appear. That's really cool. Um, and I get, uh, got deeper into Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, I am beyond the point of just kind of mashing stuff out now. I can like kind of deliberately do combos. I don't, you know, I often like screw up a lot. But um, this is the first fighting game where I felt like, oh, I can kind of wrap my head around this and feel good about doing combos with basically anyone because so many of the characters are play very similarly like they have different com they have different like individual combos but the way you can kind of set stuff up is very similar um so that's been a lot of fun uh getting into the story mode more it's real weird and corny uh like for some reason there's like something that like these waves that are hamp- uh, dampening everyone's power but then you play as the soul that is inhabiting the bodies of the characters. And then when you're in their body, they can fight, which is why it's like a tag system is because like mid match, you're swapping your soul into another person's body. (laughs) So that's weird. Um, I played some ranked, uh, did all right on that, uh, started off crushing people. not like I'm, Oh, I'm so good. But like in the low rank stuff, I was, I was doing really well and, you know, taking out full teams with like one character and then occasionally going up against someone who knew what they were doing 
and I had no chance. <laughs> uh, like getting out of situations where I'm in the corner, I still haven't figured that out because um, I basically just comboed into infinity, which sucks. Um, yeah, currently my team is future trunks. I guess he's the only trunks on the game. So trunks or sword Goku for those not in the know. <laughs> um, blue Vegeta and Teen Gohan. Uh, but I might be looking to change out Teen Gohan because he's got them short, stubby little legs. He can't do, <laughs> can't do special. He can't do specials in the air. Uh, so all his specials are ground based. Which you know he's got like some really strong ones. He like his level three can become a level five. Only a few people can do that. So if you like hold the button down while you're doing it. You'll like burn two more meters and it'll like put out extra damage. And as long as you hit them with the first part, then the second part is guaranteed to hit. So that's cool. But um, yeah, so I'm this is the first fighting game where I'm like, oh, okay, I can see myself like actually sticking with this for a long time instead of just with like single player arcade stuff, like doing the online stuff for a while. (laughs) I'm curious to hear what Erica thought about it before she was injured. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I did get to play a little bit of it before I got hurt. So, so this week, week, um, some asshole hit me with his car. (laughs) 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 Even get a license, like, yeah. So what happened was I was waiting on the corner trying to cross the street. Um, and I see this guy flying like down the street and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not, an idiot i'm not gonna you know just go so i just waited and i was on i was fully on the sidewalk and this guy made a turn without slowing down and he hopped the curb and sideswiped me like pretty hard like i hit the i hit the ground i hit my head on the cement um i had my hand like apparently according to my doctor don't put your thumb in your fist like this ever and walk around like that because if you put any pressure on this part of your hand, you will tear the ligament that goes from your thumb into your forearm, which is what I did with his hand. So so that has put a big damper on my Dragon Ball Fighters games. (laughs) I can't use my left thumb anymore for the next uh, four to six weeks. It's not a full tear, so it should heal on its own without surgery, thankfully. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been not fun. But before that, I was having a lot of fun with Dragon Ball Fighters. I was like a little frustrated with it, but not not so frustrated. I just like, I kept playing Beerus and you have to be like right on top of like the guy to use your level three super on him. And it, that was super frustrating, but you could play someone else. I could, but he <laughs> looks like are. a cat, so I was like, okay, I gotta play this guy. <laughs> yeah, Beerus is cool, but also, like, if you're not having fun... I feel like, having only watched eight episodes of Dragon Ball Kai, if you're not playing Piccolo, you're fucked up. That, that was one of my other ones that I was playing. <laughs> but, like, uh, I main Piccolo, and I'm never gonna play that game. <laughs> But what and I've been playing is stupid looking. <laughs> Back off of Krillin, all right. <laughs> He's doing the best he can. His He's just is a man. man. He is the child. He is the Earth's strongest human. Yeah, yeah. There's a Krillin's Dragon Ball Z podcast called Krillin. It. I just want you all to know that. That's awful. 
So they just they all just get murdered like multiple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I assume that when we start our Dragon Ball podcast, we're going to call it "I'm Just Saying." <laughs> oh no! Uh, you know, I think Goku. Goku. Eh, he he probably spends more time dead than Krillin. <laughs> he doesn't get killed as much, but Goku spends more time dead. So he's been dead for I would say eighty percent of the episodes of Dragon Ball that I have currently watched. Yeah, you heard it, yeah. <laughs> he sacrifices. He sacrifices. So does Krillin. <laughs> yeah. They just care so anyway, about killing more. What I've been playing instead of Dragon Ball, um, I've been trying to play some mobile games instead. Um, so I've been playing the Cube Escape games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Pat goes. Pat said on a, a couple podcasts ago that Cube Escape the Lake did something he's never seen in games before, but also not to build it up too <laughs> too high by saying that. Um, and so I played through um, Seasons first, and then I played through The Lake after. They're both super short games. You can play both of them in, like, one sitting. Um, and, yeah, there's something in that game that I haven't seen in games before, but it's also, like, maybe not the most special thing I've ever seen. It was like, oh, no, that's pretty crazy. neat. Yeah. It, just, it was like a 30-second like 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 moment of, holy shit, okay, okay. wow, yeah. all right, awesome. <laughs> It wasn't exactly. like uh, my mind is expanded or anything, but yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. Cool. yeah, no, yeah. There's, there's definitely a, a something in there that was like, oh, that's actually a really neat thing that I'm surprised more games haven't done. Yeah, but yeah. you know, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know that game's pretty cool. It's got. I, I played earlier this year. Um, I played earlier this year. It's like February, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played uh, um, Rusty Lake paradise which is by the same people the rusty lake people um and that game has less adventure game logic than these two games did um lake in particular i felt or the lake in particular had a lot of adventure game logic like put some mold on your fishing line and cast it out and you're gonna get a shell and you know it's like just you know just things that kind of don't feel like they make a ton of sense all the time but it is it was a good time it's fun it's you know it's free so <laughs> it's worth free <laughs> but yeah i don't know that's i'm looking for more uh mobile games or one-handed games if anybody wants to recommend me any i was also i also played a little bit of hidden folks which was cool but i don't think i'll go back to it because it's like a like a more elaborate where's waldo type game but. Did you ever play The Room on iOS or Android or whatever? Uh, no, I haven't. I have There's heard like of it. <laughs> four of those now. A, a new one literally just came out because I saw an app yeah. in the App Store. And there's yeah, the, I feel like The Room might be a good one-hand game. All right. There's that uh, James Franco movie about the making of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to recommend a game called Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm downloading. Um, <laughs> So uh, I really like Pocket Mine. Pocket Mine's very good. That's single hand. And um, both of the Go games, Lara Croft Go, Hitman Go. I played yeah. those already. Those are so good, though. Oh, they're great. Deus Ex Go. Oh yeah, there's that. There is a Deus. I didn't know there was a Deus Ex Go. Oh, That's cool. Now. 
this like weird grip <laughs> one finger. <laughs> you could play Arena of Valor, the five v five MOBA that's out on iOS that I downloaded aspirationally, and I've had on my phone for about two months. Million Onion Hotel. <laughs> yeah, Million Onion Hotel. The game's weird as balls. So, um, I'm also on Painkillers, so I've remembered exactly two of those games. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can remind me of those later in the chat. <laughs> okay, who's next? <laughs> no, Alison. Would it be me? Yeah, Alison can go next if you like. Yeah. I thought that's what you said in chat. But anyways, um, I had a pretty light gaming week this week. Um, Two games that I play a little bit of and I, did, I, I won't talk too much about. I got uh, Monster Hunter, haven't spent too much time on it to really talk about it, but I like Insect Glaive, so that's not the only thing I know. Um, I also play more of Celeste, which is, I, again, I don't have much more to say than it's hard, and I really like it. Um, but actually, the one game I've played a lot of this week, um, just when I'm in transit, is actually one that uh, is a one-hand game that Erica recommended in, a, in the giant... Uh, bomb Facebook group, which is Solitarica. Um, Hell yeah. Which I'm really enjoying because I, I saw that it was Solitaire meets um, roguelikes, and I love roguelikes, and I have a big fondness for Solitaire-based games uh, like uh, Pocket Card Jockey, which is for 3DS. Oh yeah, that game rocks! Yes, so I saw that. I saw this, and I was like, "Okay, time. I'm on board." Which, but it's 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 it feels like it's pretty much the perfect um, mobile game for me because it's all basically battles where you're playing solitaire, but you have other um, abilities you can use based off of the cards that you get, and uh, it, it's roguelike in that each battle gets progressively more difficult. So you're trying to. Um, basically buy enough ab uh, abilities and items to make it easier to do those later bosses. But I, I, I've been really enjoying it. Um, it's, it's, for me, the perfect uh, game to play on the bus or to play on the train. Um, so I, it, it also makes me want to get back and play Pocket Card Jockey again because I love that game so much. But it's been, but it's been really fun and... Uh, Definitely something that I'm, I'm going to be keeping up with um, in the future when I need to take the bus somewhere. <laughs> I need a one-handed one game myself. <laughs> Have you made it through any of the runs in Solitarica yet? I've gotten almost there. Um, I've gotten to, like, there's, I think, 16 of them, and uh, I've gotten to about 14, 15, so it's, it's, it's getting yeah. close, but um, I've... For the first deck that you play with, I've I've unlocked the three um, extra cards, so I'm I'm oh, okay. almost, I'm almost there. I just need to play it a few more times and uh, get better with some of the abilities too, because I I feel like I get too attached to the first four that you get. So then, yeah. so then I'm like, oh, I don't want to get one of these and spend eight of my energy on it that's, that's <laughs> terrible and then i realized oh that might be actually really helpful for later later game stuff so it's trying to balance all of that that i'm still i wouldn't yeah. want to heal four, four right <laughs> when i can <laughs> heal one for two yeah but what if you only have two though that's the issue i've run into when i upgrade that it's like you run into you i, I need to heal one and there's two but anyways um i i'm 
I'm, I think I'm slowly getting better at that game. And it's a good reprieve for when, when uh, Celeste gets too hard for me. <laughs> I need, I need yeah. to stop this for a second. Uh, so I've just got the use your words Facebook or uh, Steam page up and it's scrolling through like screenshots. And one of the prompts was, if your butt cheeks had names, what would it be? <laughs> You're just confirming the $15 purchase I made about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> this is just making yeah, me think I, actually, I need to buy a dump in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> this is classy butt humor, okay? Uh, yeah, it has like knockoff Russian Winnie the Pooh. Yep. What's that sound? It would be, great, be a great way for you to make some new friends in Seattle. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's a great icebreaker. Name, yeah. name your butt cheeks. Name your butt cheeks. <laughs> That's a really good icebreaker. That's already how I introduce myself. Better icebreaker is name my butt cheeks. Speaking of showing us who was, Alex, I think Alex. that you're up next. Yeah, so I've been playing a dump in the dark. <laughs> no. Um, no, I have not touched that. I. It should be noted, I've put, I looked at Steam, I've put one hour into that game for some reason. <laughs> Um, so I've been playing a handful of games, uh, these are the ones I'm not going to talk about. Overcooked, which is awesome. Desert Golfing, which is kind of shit, but it passes time. Uh, it's terrible, but I, I can't stop playing it. Desert Golfing. Yeah. If you want. Remind me later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll write it down. Um, I've been playing Not Enough Monster Hunter. Uh, I put in like an hour and a half or something like that, just... Not enough to really have an opinion on it yet. Uh, the one I'm going to talk about for about an hour is this game uh, came out last year. It's called Danganronpa V3. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, let's hear this again. No. <laughs> no. The call. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I'm almost at the end of Celeste, and that game is awesome. I'm playing through it in the way that I'm like, I'm never going to turn on assist mode, which in some parts is, uh, <laughs> might be questionable, because that game does get really crazy hard. Uh, but the thing that's been surprising me a ton about that game is that the story is actually kind of amazing. Um, it goes and it deals with some stuff that I really wasn't expecting. Uh, it has maybe the best depiction of a panic attack I've ever seen in a video game, which was not something I expected going in. Uh, they have a pretty, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but they have a pretty, um, in-depth conversa- conversation about what it's like to have depression. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. It, it goes some places, and I was not expecting it, and I think I have about one more chapter to go, and, yeah, I think I can say with a certain amount of certainty that I thoroughly recommend that game, because it's really fantastic. Uh, it does some really cool visual stuff, like, it... It's pixel art, but it will fuck with the pixel art with some really, like in some really crazy ways, especially near the end of chapter six. So when you get there, Allison, <laughs> I am not there yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good enough for that, but I'm excited. But yeah, to it's that. it's super cool. It tells a really lovely little story, and the characters are amazing. So I I'm really enjoying my time with Celeste, and if I finish it next week, I'll talk a little bit about it. But that's yeah, it's pretty fantastic. I can't believe five out of six people on the podcast to play Monster Hunter and none of us talks about it. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of what needs to be said has been said. It's a really good game. Um, yeah. I don't know that there's reams and reams of discussion to be had on 
like what that game is based on how much people have talked about it the past yeah, week or so. It, I feel like it's one of those games too where like it sounds like Alex and I didn't play that much of it where I played maybe four or five hours of it. Um and I feel like I've barely <laughs> like touched this game. Like I mean I have barely touched the game, but I feel like I've just like <sighs> scratched a little bit and tried out some weapons and that was about it. I think yeah. I'm trying to remember what I named my character. I think it was XX underscore Fartcat four twenty XX. Nice. <laughs> you named your your character or your palico? My palico is Bob four twenty because my cat's name is Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's good names. Good Very names. Nice. No sixty nine in there. I'm, you know that would have been a prime. Yeah. You know, 420 next my, when i roll my next character i'll be 69 everywhere that is, that is one thing i've never understood about those games is why they have multiple character slots because you're not yep. i don't yeah. know why you'd want to go through the progression again because like you can go back and do all the yeah. be hunts but other different guess, cosmetics maybe but you can get every you can unlock everything on one yeah on but you can't change your gender that's true yeah but they're I think they might be adding that to this one. I saw they're adding some sort of character re-rolling stuff, but I can't remember exactly because you can change your appearance. Yeah, you can change yeah. your appearance. Yeah. Do, you, do you know? Do you know what the free DLC is going to have? Is that going to have more monsters, more maps? Or uh, I doubt it will have more maps um, because in previous games, usually it's not. Usually there might be like a unique arena or something, mm -hmm. but in previous games, it's just been like uh, unique monsters. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. It'll be interesting though, because this is the first major console release for a while. Yes. So I could see them doing some different stuff than what they've done in the past. Yeah, I could also see them absolutely not doing anything different from what they've done in the past because this game isn't that different than the ones in the past too. So, like, so where I'm at in the game, it looks like there are still spaces for like two more areas, but maybe not. But there's I, only yeah. one more. Than well. The I think, I'm, yeah, from where I know you are, I think there's only one more area. But there could be, obviously, DLC areas. Well, I, because, like, the, so I've got four or five. I've got five, I think. Um, oh. Because you get, you go, you go, okay. Because there are two areas, like, on the, on the left, there's an area on the right and left side of the map yeah. where it's, like, torn out of, like, a map. So it looks like they could put in stuff right there. But one on the right side's pretty small. So. If they, they were really cool, they would put out a new map in like summer and a new map in winter so that they stay on the game of the year radar. Because <laughs> that game came out in like in January, and January games always get forgotten. Maybe, uh, but yeah, because there are some monsters from like for you, Monster Hunter for you that I'd like to see uh, in this game, yeah. and like you know, older games probably everyone has their favorites, um, and. Like there was a pretty cool snow map in for you, so maybe they could add that in or something. I don't know. Yeah, hey, we talked about Monster game. Hunter. Yeah, it's weird <laughs> that this game has fewer areas than previous games. I think it's fewer. I don't know, but the maps cool. are also more connected and bigger. So, excellent. Well, in the in the name of brevity, let's move on. Uh, to talking a little bit about Microsoft and their exclusives issue. So Colin Campbell wrote something for Polygon earlier this week, uh, which has been discussed ad nauseum everywhere. Um, but All I right, let's move could... on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could just give a little bit of our personal takes 
on Microsoft and how their exclusives shape up versus the other two systems. So, I mean, for me, I can't think of a Microsoft exclusive this generation that made me want to own an Xbox. Yeah, I still I, don't own one. Yeah, I, I don't either. Uh, but, no real plans to buy one, honestly. Yeah, Sam, for yeah. to add context to that, do you have a PC? I do have a PC, um, and I do have an Xbox One. I okay. bought my Xbox One on Black Friday in a very good deal to get the 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, mm. So that was basically the my main reason for buying it, and I thought, oh, well, I'll try out some Xbox games along the way. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I, I only ask because I don't. I also don't own an Xbox One. But as soon as they started announcing that, like basically all of their major releases were coming out on Xbox and PC, that just killed all of my impetus to potentially buy an Xbox. I was just like, oh, I can play Forza on my computer. Okay, I, great. I, I think they're okay with that though, because it's not like they make money on those consoles. So their <clears> money is yeah. made on the software sales. So if you'll buy yeah. us, buy the software on PC, they don't care if you're, where you're purchasing it. So here's the but, interesting thing for me personally is that I'm never going to buy an Xbox game on PC because uh, in the UK, digital game prices are absolutely rubbish. So um, like Forza 7, when it came out last year, was £60 for the generic vanilla version on PC. Yeah. You could get it for 40 retail in a store, and then if you didn't like it, you can resell it. Yeah, there's, there's that's a fair point. No choice there. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but now with that Game Pass stuff, work like working yeah. on PC. Yeah, that's, that's even less of a reason to to own one. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I currently have Game Pass because it came. My Xbox One came with a few free months. Um, but I think I will probably keep it up. Afterwards, just because I want to try Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I worry a little bit about, like, I mean, it's pretty obvious that their exclusive lineup is not great for what's announced. Um, but I feel like a lot is being pinned on Sea of Thieves, and that, that game is going to be massively disappointing to a lot of people, especially Microsoft. I don't think that game looks very good. I think it looks like it could be very good, but... Is, is it, is, I don't know, kind of like a No Man's Sky scenario where people are... Giving it, like, I don't, I, I I don't know things to it that maybe it's not actually promising or. I don't know about yeah. that. It seems like people have played a lot of that game via demos and betas and such, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're kind of coming away all fairly positive. Whereas No Man's Sky, no one played it up until the day it came out. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like, like there's not much in it, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the that's yeah. the thing. Like I, it, what I've seen looks incredible. I just don't want to do. Sail to an island, dig up a treasure chest for 100 hours. If there's yeah. a bunch of content they're holding back from the betas, which some people claim there is, then it could be amazing. People I mean, you don't want to put the full game out in a beta, so I imagine that they're kind of having a more directed experience, so people have the best time. I, guess, I think have the, like, the easiest time re accessing stuff, and they're not yeah. like, oh, I went over here and I couldn't find out where. I don't know. You would. It just from what I've seen, I've watched a lot of coverage of the beta from like Polygon and Giant Bomb and Waypoint, and like 
in every case, they did the exact same thing for three hours. And not even yeah. like starting, it wasn't all like, we're starting the beta, here we go. First three hours of beta experience, they were all at different points when they picked it up, and they all did almost an identical thing. They sail to an island, they kill some skeletons, they dig up a treasure, and they get a cosmetic item. And what like, do you think pirates do? Yeah, well, it just, I don't know what else, like, I don't know how more stuff could be in there that they are holding back. That's the thing that's kind of worries me. It's, it seems like a lot of people are kind of hoping that the PvP is going to be a huge part of it. It just looks like, it looks fun, but like, there's no point. Yeah. There There might be a story mode that's not in there. There might be, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, you're, you're right. Pirate Destiny. Yeah, people are saying Pirate Destiny, but I think it's like multiplayer improv simulator. Yeah. Hmm. That like, game looks like it has a. It could be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, but I, I aside from Sea of Thieves, oh sorry. Yeah. Right, because I mean, cause, well, I, I mean, I think that it could be good, but I just I have no idea how much it'll sell and if that's going to be enough for people to actually get the xbox game pass like it's Mm -hmm. it's something where i feel like that could be a draw but how many people are gonna say yeah i'm gonna pay ten dollars a month for sea of thieves and you know some older games that i already have or something like that do we know if you can um pay like if it's cancel any time or do you have to pay for a certain amount of time up front is it i thought you were locked in for like six months that's what i heard Oh, I, I'm not. I pay. Mine. I got free time, but then it's a recurring monthly payment. I'm looking into it because I I would totally, I, I would totally drop ten bucks to try see if these for a weekend. And then if right, we, yeah, uh, yeah so. I totally would too. But I, is that going to be one of those things where people get it for get the free trial for 14 days and then drop it once they they've gotten what they want from Sea of Thieves, or, or is it, it looks something like, that people get it for a month and then drop it? I don't know. It looks like cancel any time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, because if, if, if Sea of Thieves is pirate destiny, like people are saying, or, you know, if it uh, does have a long longevity to it, yeah, there'll be people who play it for, like, 14 days. Like, you know, some people play Destiny for 14 days, they play the story, and then they're out. Um, but... They're I mean, also going to be I mean, theoretically. There'll be the people who want to stick with it. If so. there's, if they're going to release like Halo games on PC and like lots of stuff, I'm, I have like a, a passing interest in Microsoft's exclusives, and I could definitely see paying ten dollars a month to be able to play Sea of Thieves as a service game that kind of gets stuff added to it periodically, and then also have access to those games that I'm going to have a shorter week or two experience with. Um, as they come out. I, I, it could be really smart. I, I don't know. Um, it seems like a really good game to launch with it because they... if the res- I have a feeling that if the reception is really bad, like let's say there isn't a story mode in there or the story mode is just some cutscenes pasted on what we've already seen. Um, that's the kind of... Th- I don't think that they're going to just abandon it. I think change in the way that we've seen other games recover from shaky launches the past... Yeah. Year or two, but yeah. The apart from Sea of Thieves, the other thing that came up in that article was that Microsoft was potentially looking to buy or acquire some other 
publisher company, whatever the case may be. The yeah, examples right. given, I think, were yeah. were uh, <laughs> what EA, Valve, uh, was the other one? PUBG Corporation, was oh, that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, those were the three. It makes sense for Microsoft to want to buy Valve because they're competing in the um, like distribution space. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Valve is printing money. Yeah, right. So <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're like, oh, we could make more money. They, they've yeah, got Valve money. Is, um, Valve's privately owned as well, isn't it? Whereas yep. EA is traded, so they could yep. just buy shares to own yep. EA. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like, Valve. Square Enix hasn't thrown the hat in the ring. Like their market mm-hmm. cap's lower than EA. And uh, and they have a lot more successful and profitable franchises. I think since Square is like a Japanese dev, I think they're not interested. Probably not interested. Uh, you know, they make yeah. a lot of Western style games, but and have Western studios. But I think they'd be more interested in buying stuff out from under Square instead of just outright buying Square because Xbox is a non-factor in Japan. Yeah, I mean, something that came up on the Bombcast, if you listen to the most recent one, is that it'd be more interesting if Microsoft started kind of buying properties or, uh, in the case of EA, buying their back catalog or something like that, just to have all of that available at a whim, not necessarily pushing them forward. Yeah, so they can start development on some old games, you know, some old classics, and then cancel development, and then just (laughs) put that team on another Gear sequel or make a Voodoo Vince 2. Still there about Scalebound, huh? Uh, I well, that, that was, game. I don't. Mm, I don't know how I that game was never game. coming out. What was it? Uh, that uh, what uh, Black Tusk? That it was yeah. like a, they teased it at uh, launch of the or like at reveal of the Xbox One, and they're like, no, oh, no, never mind. They're making Gears Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like, I don't know, know. They you know they're like on the verge of having like exclusives and they're like oh no we're just gonna make the same shit it's exclusive but it's what we've seen before and i don't have any desire to see a gears sequel Uh, i will definitely check out the game pass stuff on pc for halo whenever that ends up coming out Uh, they've got forge on for free on pc on the windows store i haven't messed with that but i had a lot of fun with friends in like high school playing forge stuff um like we would just play for like hours upon hours in like custom forge games it's a lot of fun uh and like you know the halo campaigns are always good fun for at least a playthrough yeah Yeah, absolutely i have game pass and i have my xbox one it's all set up and um, my other half um, actually uses it a lot more than i do because uh there's a disney game on there that she likes um, so it looks like, like to me, having a look around as well, Microsoft seems to have a much more kid-friendly lineup out of the two. Mm. So I think that whilst gamers might not be big Xbox purchasers, I think that families are. Like anecdotally as well, a lady in my team at work was asked me for advice on what console to get her son for Christmas, and I was like, "Well, how old is he?" And she was like, "Well, I was like, okay." either get whatever his friends have or get a Nintendo Switch. Um, mm. um, and she did end up going and getting an Xbox because it was what all of his friends had. Yeah. The so, the problem, kids, they don't know what's cool. 
<laughs> like you know, they're probably like, oh, <laughs> Xbox 360 was the coolest, man. That was where all the cool kids were. And then they're like, yeah. no, nah, man, they, no. they don't got no games now. Yeah. If you're a well, kid, I mean, you're still playing. You get like three games. You get three games a year or whatever if you're lucky. Um, Good point. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, yeah, God. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get your Call of Duty, and you go. No, I want the zombies one. Um, that, that's, <laughs> that's that's last year. You sure you you want the old one? Yeah. Even though the Spec Ops one is way better, but you know, get cards. You get your FIFA. You get your. Uh, uh, is it, uh, there's no connect, so you know there's. Yeah. Oh my god. I actually really <laughs> used to like my Connect because I bought an Xbox One on launch and sold it when the S got announced with the intention to buy an X or an S a year or so later. Which is kind of what I did. I did wait about two years instead of a year. Because um, there was nothing to play. There really wasn't. Um, and I feel like it's only getting worse this year. Like, what was Microsoft's exclusive last year? It was PUBG, wasn't it? Forza. Yeah. Or PUBG. But can you think of any others for the rest of the year? And like Sony got Persona, Near, uh, Neo. Sony crushed it with exclusives last year. Horizon. A lot of them were Japanese developed. And then this year they've got God of War, they've got Spider Man, they've got um, Dreams. Although uh, that's not really a game, and we all know it's not a game. Monster Hunter is coming to the Xbox, right? Or is, it is on the Xbox, sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry. Is, is it PC that's it's PC that's later for Monster Hunter? Yeah, right. September, yes. Okay, right, right, right. The Digital Foundry video that I watched said that uh, the Monster Hunter performs better on PS4 Pro than on the Xbox One X. It's a Japanese-developed <laughs> game. They're not concerned about the Xbox. Yeah. Apparently, oh. the it's more consistent on Xbox One X, but it's better looking overall mm. on PS4 Pro. Yeah. Also, I, like they've got that those exclusive um, DLC deals with Sony, so Sony definitely threw them some money and said, "Hey, do work." Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like last year, Microsoft did have Cuphead. I guess that's like the one thing I will say for their console exclusive that I would have cared about. That's good. But, yeah. But. Yeah. They've also been killing it with their backwards compatibility, yeah, like yeah. being able to basically have an entire library of you know, OG Xbox games, 360, etc. Like that's pretty great. And Sony kind of sucks for that. Like yes, they have their, uh, yeah. But like I haven't actually used it. I don't know if you guys have it all. I've not bothered because I live in the countryside. Yeah, yeah. I've used it, and I feel like it's kind. It's really, at least it was really inconsistent for me. I they might have improved it since. But, for example, I was playing um, one of the old Katamari games, and it was, like, a couple of times it was fine, but then the other time it was just, like, completely laggy, and it said, oh, you can still run this, and I'm like, no, I can't really, because it's really glitching and not great. So it, it's, I feel like it's really inconsistent. It's not terrible, but there have definitely been times where I'm trying to play something on it, and it just won't work. So I only get it once in a while if I have like an itch to try Katamari again. <laughs> but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. So I guess when it, for me at least, when it comes to the Xbox situation with their exclusive, like they're just kind of having a disparity in exclusives. 
like if they can just leverage a massive library, I think that would make up for it. Become the Netflix of video games, like as oh, cheesy okay. as that is. Like yeah. if they can do that, I think that would be a really good model for them. Yeah. Because I just don't think they're they're uh, I don't think they're rocking it with the exclusives for the moment. Especially yeah. if they can somehow manage to um, parlay Game Pass into being a major force. Like if they can bring some of those Xbox exclusives emulated somehow to PC. Then, or mm-hmm. Xbox 360 games emulated to PC somehow, which if anyone's going to figure out how to do it, it's going to be them because they, yeah. they control the platforms. Um, that could be a massive thing. And at that point, what do they care if you're playing? You're paying ten months a month, ten bucks a month on PC or ten bucks a month on an Xbox. Sure. Like and also, like a lot of 360 games are already on PC. I mean, not you don't True. have Halo and or you don't have Halo what two, three, and four. Or five, but um, yeah. So really, it's just they need to make, you know, get those games maybe on the Microsoft Store, so you're in their ecosystem, and then, uh, excuse me, make that better. Yeah, 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 totally. But I think they, yeah, they need to make the overall usability of Game Pass a bit better. Um, I also like. I don't know why they're still selling 500 gig consoles and expecting people to be on that Game Pass tip because I installed like three games and I don't have any room on my console anymore. So <laughs> that's something they really need to think about. Yeah. Is it okay if I poke at a couple other news slash rumors? Just sure. Because I know we have a brief cast today. Sounds good. So for one, um, CEO of Sony, Kaz Harai, is stepping down. R.I.P. Oh, wow, I hadn't yeah. heard that. Yeah, um, so I think he said he's stepping down. He wants to spend more time with his family and stuff like that. Same uh, year. Well, he he's going to be a chairman or something. on the Something like that. I didn't quite catch those details. Uh, yeah. Same year that the Kaz Harai CEO parody Twitter account is uh, shutting down. Yeah. It was just his alt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's run yes. with this. But, but yeah, I don't know. I just want to say I love Kaz. I think he, he was like, he's been there forever and I'm, it'll be sad to see him not really in the for, forefront, but he also kind of hasn't been for the video game side for years. Yeah, Cause he moved on to like CEO of Sony. Um, <laughs> yeah. So part of that I just saw this morning was, there's a rumor that Sony might be looking to sell off their entertainment division or like their mm. movie division. The movies, oh. yeah. Uh, mm. So like Disney Spider-Man, Ghostbusters, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That, my first thought is, oh, Disney is going to fucking buy them, and then Ghostbusters will be part of the fucking cinematic universe, and then. Oh man, that would be terrible. <laughs> Realistically, Kingdom Hearts Four. Who else? Who else has that money? Who else has the money to buy? Sony Entertainment. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Warner? Does Warner have that much money? Warner doesn't have that much money or else they'd have bought Fox. Maybe. Yeah. Fair maybe. point. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, like I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago, that it was a rumor, but it seems like it's more codified now, that Bad Company 3 is looking like it might be the Battlefield game this year, which is kind of the best news ever because i really love the, the bad company games i'm really cynical about that though like yeah the, the reason they would do a if we're talking way well, the reason that current ea would do bad company 3 is because they can recycle a ton of assets from battlefield 4 
and generally not make much of a new game, but call it Bad Company 3 and do some deeper story and voice acting stuff in it and then wasn't, charge $60 for it. That's the way I see it going. Wasn't Bad Company... I, I maybe only played like part of two very briefly. Um, wasn't it like stylistically, like artistically different from their other Battlefield games? Yeah. Like, at, at, like a little more cartoony? Little time. Well, it wasn't cartoony, but at that time it was definitely different. It did more, it did way more destruction, like destructibility yeah, of the yeah. environment than any other Battlefield game and like to date, really. Yeah. Like so okay, so, so here are my here are my two pitches or my two thoughts. One in regards to what Pat was saying, I don't know if they get away with that because then I think people are like, "Oh, it's not a bad company because it doesn't have like the bad company style." Maybe maybe they do do what Pat's saying, but that would just my thought is it'll be like right. stylistically different. But they could also just like slap some skins on to Battlefield Four stuff or whatever and repurpose that. Two, imagine how sick it'll be when you can shoot a, like a rocket at your loot box to blow it up and find out. What's inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think it'll fly when they. I I'm really confident that that's what that game's going to look like. And I think you're right that it'll it'll just be another brick in the wall for EA, like being completely closed off from what people actually want. Because the thing that'll happen is, and I've been less cynical on them over the past year than most people, to be honest. Like I've talked about, I like Battlefield 2. Um, but what they're... Th- that game, Bad Company 3, even if it gets panned for being too similar to, to Battlefield 4, it'll still sell tons. And it's not going to matter to the average person who doesn't read any industry press. So yeah. that's clearly who they care about. They do not yeah. care about us at all anymore. They haven't for years. It's just becoming even more crystal clear now. Yeah. You know, the people I mean, saying to boycott it will be playing at day one anyway. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I love Modern Warfare too. But I think I'm less cynical about it than you just because I remember how pissed off people were after Battlefield Hardline came out, and they're like, this is just Battlefield 4 with a skin. And they, after that, they went out of their way to make Battlefield 1 as different as possible. Sure. Like, so, like, I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in that sense, and like, I just think DICE cares about Bad Company. Like, I think I that's mean, kind of their baby, I hope more than anything. Wrong too, to be clear. Yeah. Like, I would like so it. I, I, <laughs> if, yeah, it's, if it's Bad Company 3, I'll throw my cards in with hoping that it's going to be really great. But they, they had, you know, they have a two-year dev cycle on it, at least. I, they were still working on like Battlefield One DLC and stuff, but you know, they had, yeah. and you know, granted, that's not a ton of time to make a video game. Uh, <clears throat> it, it could be, it, it'll be better than if they only had a year, and that kind of gives me a little more hope that it'll be more distinct than just oh, it's Battlefield Four again, but slightly yeah. different. I hope yeah, so. Totally. <clears throat> I'd also be super interested to see what Battlefield 4 assets looked like compared to modern games. Because Battlefield 4 was a generation straddling yep. uh, PS3, yep. PS4, PS, whatever. Uh, and I bet that game does not look great right now. And so I'd be very surprised if they reused those assets. Battlefield you don't 4 look looks pretty right good now. still. Battlefield 4 is a good looking game. <laughs> It was Bad Company Frostbite 2 is a good-looking so. game. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> Battlefield 4 was Frostbite Engine. They just have to uprez the textures yeah. and models. Totally. Yeah, I bet the PC version looks fine. Yeah, it does. Maybe. Yeah. I still uh, play uh, Any other stories? Yeah. Anything else? Um, I think 
that's all I had. Wasn't there something else? Uh... I had a couple of things written down, mostly like um, delays of games. So Yakuza is being delayed by a month. And, uh, that I am so curious. Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, just a yeah, just a month. Yeah, especially since the game... localization. Okay, yeah, because the game has been out in Japan for over a year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought presumably it's a. They said they're putting out a demo. Yeah, well, at the end of uh, February. Yeah, maybe they've taken that time to put out the demo, and creating the vertical slices taking longer than expected. And they think that if they don't have a demo, people won't buy that game. Mm-hmm. Yakuza Zero was so popular. Yeah. Like Yakuza Zero, probably the most popular Yakuza game ever, at least in the West. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, you know, like I mean that is kind of based on the old engine, but I, I feel like that would still hold over. Maybe Yakuza Kiwami didn't sell as well as they wanted, and that's why they're doing it. Maybe I mean they put out two Yakuza games in a year. They're doing it again this year. So when it comes out, because New Japan well, wrestlers, yeah. but um... well, they're putting out that uh, like interactive like story thing where you can look through and find out what happened to all the characters and stuff. Yeah, that's good. So like, I kind of want to do that, but like, I don't know. He's he's next to me. I was like staring at my husband. He's like, he really wants to play through all of them first, and I'm like, oh. oh. That's a big ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll be playing six by the time that <laughs> comes out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, he can play through all of them. You can play six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that'll probably. I don't know if he's if he's not going to do that because I just I really want to see those new Japan characters in there. They just look so good for the models that I've seen of them. This just they they put in some of their moves and stuff when they're fighting, and it's just. I wish I had the discipline to play a game every night that wasn't like the game I'm most interested in. We like, stream them, so like you know, yeah. it's like a little less of a thing because it's just you know a thing we do. We just stream every night, so having it mm. having that schedule makes it a lot easier to get through that game. Maybe I should start doing that. Start <laughs> streaming. Uh, two two more quick things. Nintendo is making a Mario Kart phone app game. Yeah. 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 So my sister, who does not play games, I mean, she, she has played some games, but she just does not play games in the same way that we do. But, uh, but she tagged uh, she me tagged on Instagram. Like upside down? Backwards? She's played Overcooked, and that's probably the only game she's played in the last five years, let's say. Oh, okay. It's so, great yeah, game? Yeah, well, I bought it for her for Christmas, which is why she played it. So, um, so yeah, like we... She tagged me on Instagram in a post on, like, World Star's Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> announcing, you know, like, hey, you know, there's a Mario Kart game coming to phones. And she's like, did you hear about this? Did you know about this? I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. She's very excited. Another mediocre Nintendo phone game. Oh no, no, no. I, I mean I it's just one of those things where I'm sure it'll probably do well, but I know that with every Nintendo mobile game I've played it for like 
half hour and then went, I'm good. I'm I'm secretly hoping that it's not actually Mario Kart, like, driving carts around, but that it's, like, the motorsport manager. I don't think there's fun enough to do that. Yeah, but if they did, like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, I'm just, I was picturing the art of, like, a toad pit crew and stuff, and, like, yeah, it could be really, really cool. But I don't think what if it's Mario Kart manager, but you can auto play the management, or you can auto play the racing. So for the management guys, you can just go full manager. What if? Yeah, I just had an idea for like a asynchronous auto sport manager slash kart racer, or just any driving game where one person just does all the managing and they've got their team. And then the team does all the driving, and you're like, shit, this person's bad. I gotta, like, change them out. You gotta manage your team of real people. Yeah. Man. Based on their real driving. Are you guys familiar with the Zeus mode in Arma? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. How, co- how cool would it be? Well, basically, Zeus mode is you have a bunch of people playing Arma, like on a map, yeah. and they're shooting each other and stuff, as you do. And there's one dude who is basically the DM for it and can say, like, okay, there's going to be an event here, there's going to be a bombing here, or whatever, there's going to be a whatever over here. It'd be cool if you could have, like, a Mario Kart or, like, a, you know, like almost like a split second style thing, being like, okay, this building is going to fall over and knock over this part of, onto this part of the track. <laughs> and what if that was determined by. Live a live audience on Twitch.tv, <laughs> hosted by Scott Rogowski. Okay, well, go on. what I said might happen someday. Since it's Nintendo, it'll happen like thirty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how fast that company is. As Twitch.tv yeah. is closing down, and the, and then Scott <laughs> will be just on the like he'll be coming back around on the relevant circuit for like the nostalgia trip. True. So but yeah, that's not gonna. That's definitely not what that Mario Kart game is gonna be. But anyways, no, sorry. No, what was the last the thing? Last thing <laughs> is not really like a surprise to anyone who knows anything. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption has been delayed. Yeah, until, well, what until uh, October? Uh, yeah, I'm not terribly surprised, but you know. After that, so this only gives, in my opinion, only gives credence to the. Uh, Leslie Benz, Benzis, Benzi, yeah, whatever his name Benzies. is, Benzi's, Benzies. Story. Uh, story about like he was closing out those games. They don't have them. They can't. They can't do it on time. I mean, yeah. every Rockstar game is delayed multiple times, but still, I actually don't remember games being delayed pre GTA Five. I feel like they came out every May like clockwork. Uh, then, was Max Payne Three delayed? Probably. I think it was. Red Dead was delayed too. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Um, to be I remember they came out like every May. There was a Rockstar here, game. Until here is a here is a story from Kotaku from January seventeenth, twenty twelve. Max Payne three delayed until May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it maybe came the time because they delayed them for holiday. They started delaying them for holiday to May. I'm serious. Mm. That, that that makes sense. Because uh, then you get uh, here's a story from IGN August second two thousand seven Grand Theft Auto four delayed. Hmm. I think the original Red Dead was too. I can't be sure though. I think you're right. Yeah, that makes sense now. I have to say I don't think I was as aggressively following the games industry back then as I as I do now. 
I've told you guys privately, like I just I don't believe in uh, release dates until the game's shipping to stores. Like till it's gold, it just doesn't. I mean, and with the Yakuza thing, like it's not even once it's gold, you can't even trust it. Like <laughs> game releases are, it's hard to put out a video game. I think, but mm. even even once it's gold, sometimes it's, it gets pulled. Like, sometimes it's on store shelves and it gets pulled. Yeah, like that, uh, <laughs> that NBA, yeah, NBA, NBA, NBA. Uh, Ashes Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Ashes Cricket was a special thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. At least that wasn't on like, physical shelves. They didn't yeah. a bunch of di- or you know make a bunch of discs. But yeah, that's <laughs> to be expected. Uh, I, I'm my interest in Red Dead is pretty minimal. Uh, I don't really care for Rockstar games in general. Just they don't do much for me. Uh, I feel but, like yeah. they kind of jumped the shark with GTA Five. Like I, I, I enjoyed the first Red Dead pretty immensely, and I liked GTA Five. But it's just it seems like too much. It's too exhausting <laughs> to me to think about think about playing another massive Rockstar game that's going to have this colossal online component. Like but, but horse balls. Mm. That's true. I, that's true. I love GTA Five. I played a lot of the online as well. Probably played like forty hours of the online. I uh, did all the heists with my buddies. Uh, so <laughs> I'm really excited about Red Dead. Uh, I feel pretty shit for all of the October releases, though. Yeah, Red Dead is going to devour them. Do we even know what's being yeah. released in October? There isn't probably much nailed down at this point yet. Oh. Yeah, no idea. The tradition nowadays isn't it, is to announce E3, what you're doing in winter. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it was used to be. Well, it it depends on who you are, because if you're Sony, you're like, "Hey, next year." Yeah. But yeah. When's uh When's Days Gone coming out, or supposed to be coming out? Uh, that is winter this year. That's their big winter game. Yeah. Could that be October then? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Probably not anymore. <laughs> if I was making a game and planning on October, no, no first half of 2018, according to TrustedReviews.com. Yeah. Okay, they're trusted. Fair enough. They're trusted. I, I yeah, can see you that one, uh, coming out around uh, E3. September time, maybe? I, I could see that in like a June, May, June. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Spider-Man yeah. is their May, June game, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Spider-Man might September. be there. Uh, could be there September, November, or October. Yeah, that's what I see for that. Well, they've said Spider-Man's Q1. Oh, well then it's... <laughs> okay. no, sorry, H1. They said it's half one in this year. So I'm seeing it as May simply because they want to scoop up the Avengers goodwill. Could Maybe. be, yeah. Could be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they I think that they would be silly to put out, to not put out their game with an Avenger in it within two months of the Avengers movie coming out. Here, here we go. Yeah. Death Stranding. Day and date with Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yes, please. It's such an interesting day. But Death Stranding's uh, never coming out, though. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a phone app by the time it's done. <laughs> I got news for you. It already is a phone app, and you've had it for years. <laughs> it's the end of the curiosity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The cube was the entire design doc for Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> Kojima's gonna walk out on stage at E3, pull off a mask, and it's gonna be Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> it was about the games we made along the way. 
and then weirdly a Hideo Kojima hologram like the Tupac hologram fades in next to him and yeah they have a com- full conversation with each other about their full intentions for Fable 4 and they, they high five but then you expect like oh he's a hologram it'll go right through but then they actually high five I think you guys should write this fanfic should come back to it next week. This isn't this isn't a fanfic. This is I, I have I have foresight. <laughs> we already know Andre lives in the future. Yeah, it's, it's June fourth. It's June fourth right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know when he's going this year. Uh, Death Stranding. What do you reckon comes out first, Death Stranding or the Final Fantasy VII remake? Final Fantasy VII remake. Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, well, first, first yeah. half of the Final Fantasy. VII. Yeah, I was gonna say the first half. Third, third, <laughs> third. It's it's three parts. Ah, yeah. First third. Uh, they they put out some art and stuff, or like some more like detailed screenshots recently, uh, because they had some event that's go ongoing. Like we get Kingdom Hearts three, and we get the first half or first third of Final Fantasy VII within the next year and a half. That's what you think. That's what they say. I know. I'm just being an asshole about release dates. <laughs> Speaking of being an asshole, let's finish this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us today, especially those who join us live, and even more especially those who are downloading the podcast, because if I can't figure out how to do it, I'm extremely impressed that you've done it. Uh, and uh, so you can find us all online at various different places Uh, we'll run through in a minute where you can find us I just wanted to say today we've been sponsored Uh, bye (laughs) oh my god someone's going to get a cease and desist but yeah, we can sponsor by Microsoft. Um, so uh, lots of interesting talk about uh, Microsoft and their entertainment partners. You know, these great things to say about them. Yeah. If you go onto the Xbox website and type in stamps.com, nothing happens. Uh, so today I'm Sam Harrison. You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at SGCH. And those are my initials, which is uh, why I'm going to spell a few now, which is SPCR, Chief of Golf, Super Charlie, H Hotel. That's a really Pat. weird name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scooch. <laughs> Sam for short, though. Pat? You can find me at uh, on Twitter and on Twitch at JesterPC. Um, and uh, I'll say, as I say every week, I hope to stream some games this week. We should stream some games. We should actually do it. We're not going to. We should. We should. Yeah. Erica? So I will be streaming uh, on twitch.tv slash zupadupa x-u-p-a-h-d-u-p-a-h um, in about an hour-ish um, <laughs> with Yakuza 0 um, but we've also been trying to play some newer games we had a little subnautica on today um, and also on twitter um, at erica a-i-r-e-h-c-u-h and one day I will get handles that I can just say and not spell yes <laughs> Same here. Same here. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at 
at coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W, because I'm elite. And Cray, Cray underscore Dre on Instagram, if you're into that. I, I mainly talk about living in Japan and being a teacher. Like when I sang Backstreet Boys at a student because they wouldn't answer my question. <laughs> I was like, tell me why. And the teacher also started uh, singing uh, Backstreet Boys too. So that was pretty good. That's my Twitter. Cool. And next up we have Allison. Uh, I will not be streaming uh, this week uh, because I don't, I haven't really done Twitch, um, but you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y, and I will try to find this username that's easier to tell people. <laughs> and I think I'm going to get off the chat right now, but nice talking with you guys. Bye, Allison. Bye. Bye. Uh, couldn't wait for Alex. Oh, well. Uh, Alex, you're up next. Yeah, you can, you can Google me. I'm I'm places. Uh, I'm just gonna I think Meteor was probably. Let's see what I guess. You have to buy him yeah. dinner first. Yeah, yeah, I'm around. But like, you can find me on my free cams and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Meteor was I probably the best Lincoln Park I album. Didn't laugh at that. <laughs> That's for the best. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the your wife, your wife. Your wife to be should be proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, no, that's all I got. Like I said, Meteor is probably the best Linkin Park album, and I think we're going to be doing a special, special uh, book watching TV cl- show club thing in a few weeks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Can we talk about. I'm, I'm almost done with that series, so I'm totally happy to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I've I've been done with it for months, so I'm ready to talk. We are going to watch <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. all one hundred and. 30 episodes. 20 or whatever. <laughs> it's it's actually ending soon, so. We, uh, we, we yeah. Maybe <laughs> uh, then we could do a, a podcast about the, the true best uh, Linkin Park album, which is Reanimation. Uh, it's alright. There were a bunch of custom Warcraft 3 maps. That I don't think we should do like, this right now. So it's like, crawling in. As you'd be running around, and then they'd be Lincoln Park or like the Kingdom Hearts theme song playing. Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> Reanimation. Look forward, look forward to my mashup album. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, today we've been brought to you by Lincoln Park and Microsoft Partners. Uh, and uh, we're going to bring to you the book club of watching the anime May in Abyss. Uh, which we're hoping to cover in probably a couple of weeks because uh, the show takes about five hours to watch. So for those of you who have very little free time or who uh, stream, uh, you can zero every night. Uh, it gives you a little bit of time to watch that show. Um, yeah, so thanks again, everyone, for watching uh, or listening or, I don't know, observing us somewhat, somehow. Uh, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Or next All right. And when I when I shared this uh, the link to this, I mentioned that I was in a car accident on uh, Facebook, and then I saw a bunch of people I know just popped in for like a sec, just to watch for like a second, and then popped right back out. Oh my god, is she dead? Oh, she's not a zombie. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. Real gamer girls signing out. Fake Bye, everyone. Girls. Bye. Out. <laughs>
I've never actually been here to the end. This is exciting. <laughs> Ooh, someone's up past their bedtime. Yep. Alright, see you guys. Bye. 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 See ya.